It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Michael Reed Show Podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie as you know, this week and next week, uh, lots of pupils and students are heading back uh, to school and indeed to uh, second level school. And it's a worrying time for parents. We had Tracy on the uh, text machine earlier on uh, saying that she thinks there should be a delay in pupils and students going back to school because uh, her boys have asthma. And I'm sure she's not alone with concerns that uh, bringing children back to school at this time may actually exacerbate an already bad situation. I'm joined on the line right now by Dr. Elona Duffy, who's a GP based in Monaghan. And uh, we've spoken to Elona before uh, here on LMFM. Um, do parents have cause for concern, Elona, or uh, are youngsters, if you like, not as vulnerable as elderly people? Yes, well, again, I think I understand the parents' concern, and not only parents, but also in the schools, all staff, from teachers to principals to cleaners to SNAs, everybody is worried because we are going to be having groups of children coming together. We know that typically these children are more prone to lots of viruses, so obviously the concern is, are we going to see a rise in COVID cases? And the answer is, we probably will. But, there's always a but, and the but is a good news but this time, because we know that all the evidence worldwide shows that children do not become unwell. The majority of children who get COVID get it in a mild form and in fact many may have no symptoms and that we don't have to worry about those who have asthma once it's controlled. If it's well controlled then there doesn't seem to be any risk or any increased worry for con- or cause for concern by them getting COVID. So I know it's easy for me as a doctor to say this, but I'm also a mother and I have children too and I have children with asthma. So we all are worrying about it, but I think what we've got to do is we've got to base our concerns on the evidence that's out there. And our public health colleagues have gathered all this data internationally and are happy that this is the way forward and it is reflective of how they're managing things in other schools. Okay, there's a lot of parents a lot of parents listening into this very programme and their little Johnny or Mary is heading back to school either tomorrow or indeed next week. What are the signs to look out for uh, in determining whether or not a, uh, a student or a pupil should return to school? Okay, so new guidelines were issued during the week with regards to this. 
And the following are kind of the things that you need to be aware of in, in all children from three months up to really their 13th birthday. So a fever, meaning they have a temperature that's raised up to 38 degrees Celsius and above without any other obvious cause. So if they have a really bad earache or if they're burning and stinging and they're passing urine, we may be presuming that that's the cause of it. But if they have general things like a new cough, shortness of breath or a deterioration in their existing condition. So for those that you mentioned, one of the moms who was on was worrying about her children who have asthma. So if they get a sudden exacerbation of that asthma, they have temperatures, they're cough, and, you know, they're unwell, they, we, we will be referring them for testing. Loss of smell and a change in taste, uh, including loss of taste, also counts in children as one of the symptoms that may, um, may mean that they could have COVID. And, and anybody who has mild respiratory symptoms, so it, typically if you just have snuffles, lots of children get snuffly, runny nose, and that's not a cause for concern. It's only a cause for concern if, there is all, if they've had close contact with somebody who has tested positively for COVID. So we know that parents are going to be sending, and I, I've dealt with calls already this morning where, you know, some of the children are going back. They have snuffles. There's concern both in the school and by the parent. What do I do? Once that child has no temperature, and I think this is back to the basic thing, you must have a thermometer. Um, I would say to you that the ear thermometer still probably is the best thermometer. It's still the most accurate because the forehead, no touch ones are fine. But if you do it and the child has been sweaty, trying to cool off as a result of having temperature, or if the child has been outside, anybody coming in immediately, it doesn't always pick up the temperature. So basically, if you feel your child has a temperature, they're kind of off form, do a proper ear thermometer check or under the arm with uh, one of the little digital thermometers as well. But I think every family needs to put a thermometer and every family needs to be checking their child's temperature. And that's probably going to be the biggest thing that will indicate whether or not you need to keep your child at home and whether or not your child needs testing. Um, I understand there's a, is there a new flu vaccine available for children under 12 this year? Yes, this year we're delighted and I, and I genuinely mean that. I think it's wonderful because influenza hits our children every single year and every year they've been left unprotected unlike, um, our, you know, unlike children across the border in Northern Ireland and the UK where through the schools they're vaccinated every year. So this year um, Simon Harris, before he left his role as Minister for Health, agreed to fund uh, the nasal vaccine uh, for all children between 2 and 12 and that is to come online in October so it won't be available until October. And I suppose there are two parts of that. Number one, it's to try and prevent our children getting influenza and infecting those at home with influenza. But also there's a feeling that if we reduce other illnesses going around, especially those that involve coughs and, you know, sneezing and everything that potentially spreads viruses, it may also dampen down um, the spread of the COVID virus. How that vaccine is going to be delivered is still under debate. There was a presumption that it would be done through general practice, but obviously, as all of you who have tried to get hold of your GP in recent times know, we're exceptionally busy. We're dealing with all of the COVID queries, plus we're also dealing with normal routine medical issues. So that's not going to be possible in daytime surgeries, and it's hoped that the HSE will set up clinics where GPs and lots of other staff from our healthcare service will be willing to work in them in weekends, out of hours, and perhaps daytime work as well. Yeah, I mean, I could talk all day about the flu vaccine, and I'm just wondering, uh, before I just move on to the next uh, dimension to COVID-19, um, you were saying this vaccine will be available in October. Should it not be available now so that when uh, pupils and students go through the door of their school, either this week or next week, they get it straight away? 
Um, that would be the ideal thing because, again, it's a quick vaccine to deliver and we know that other vaccines are delivered through the schools and, as I've said, it's given in the UK in the school setting because you get all those children are together and given that this is a non-painful vaccine, it seems the ideal thing. For whatever reason, this decision has been made that it's not to be delivered through the schools and not delivered by our public health colleagues. I know they're busy, but so are we. So, unfortunately, it's going to be more difficult. It's going to mean um, booking whatever way it's going to be delivered. It'll mean parents arranging a time to come with their child to have their child vaccine vaccinated and I don't think the take-up will be as good because it's just going to be more complicated. However, um, I think also the vaccines won't be ready for delivery until October. That's another issue. Okay, um, I want to move on to another dimension to COVID-19 and this is really worrying. Um, And uh, basically the first case of someone being reinfected with the coronavirus has been reported in Hong Kong. Uh, This suggests that the virus is... uh, I think the phrase is, is it mutating and changing shape and size and potency? And it would suggest that uh, this virus shows no sign of going away for a long, long time. How worrying is that? Well, I think this is not unexpected. And actually, data that had kind of been released from China before um, had suggested that they, they were seeing people becoming reinfected. However, I suppose... This case that's come from Hong Kong, the one good thing about it is this, the, this male patient who was one of the early patients to develop um, COVID-19 got this specific coronavirus, um, was ill at the time, but it was tested more recently and it was found to be positive again. But it is a change virus. They, they're able to do DNA testing on it and they were able to show that actually it was slightly different. So as you say, mutating. So our bacteria tend to say the same. So bacterial illnesses, but viral illnesses change, which is why every year you've got to get a new flu vaccine if, if, you, know, to, if you want to be protected because the virus changes. So the only one good thing about this patient is he was asymptomatic, which means that obviously when he met the virus, he didn't get all the symptoms that he'd had previously, which probably means he had some partial immunity and was better able to protect himself against it. And that's what we would hope. Coronaviruses Very briefly, around, yeah. have yeah, been around forever. Um, they do change. We do get some protection to them. But obviously, um, you know, if it's changing, the hope is that we will get it. And if we are to create a vaccine for it, the feeling is that, again, like the flu, it'll have to be an annual one. OK, last question, Alona. Um, I don't know if you have the answer, but I'm sure uh, being the dedicated uh, member of the medical profession that you are, you're reading all the websites and all the journals and so on. Are we any closer to a vaccine? Um, it sounds like there's huge progression towards the vaccine, but personally, I don't see it becoming available for you and I and the ordinary, us ordinary people in the public on a routine basis well until next year. So we could be stuck with this for another 12 months at least. Well, at least another six to nine months is my own feeling. Again, I'm not an expert on this, but, you know, by the time you have trials, by the time you make the vaccine and you manage to distribute it and arrange a means of giving it, it's going to take a, a good while yet. Okay, we're going to have to leave it there. Thanks uh, once again for that summary and update as uh, as to where we're at and the do's and don'ts. And of course, if you want any more information, go to the hse.ie forward slash coronavirus page uh, for more information. Our thanks there to Dr. Elona Duffy on the line there from Monaghan Town. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.